Welcome to It's the Human Experience Podcast, hosted by Hazel Brown. A healthcare leader, wife, mom, and career coach. If you're big on authenticity, personal development, perseverance, and transparency, you're in the right place. Join Hazel each week as she shares stories and drops some gems or talks to successful professionals and business owners who've agreed to share the parts of success that typically gets X'd out on social media because that's the part you need to see and hear. The process. The process. Go ahead and subscribe. You don't want to miss out on these transparent stories and discussions that reveal highs, lows, aha moments, and nuggets that will help you to grow and glow. Hey, 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 starting off this episode a little different. It's a different day of the week, right? So June 23rd marks one year since my mom passed. The amount of anxiety, depression, grief, mixed emotions that I've experienced over the last year has been beyond overwhelming, to say the least. I wanted to talk in this episode really about the signs of anxiety, depression, grief, and ways that we can work through it, right? So some signs of anxiety. Yes, I've jumped right into the episode. We're not waiting. We're not doing any of the things. We're jumping right into the episode. Signs of anxiety is really worrying, restlessness, feeling on the edge, feeling tense, racing thoughts, feeling irritated, short-tempered, low energy fatigue, poor sleeping patterns, changing in your appetite, like before you like to eat this, that, and and different. Now you don't want to eat it all. That's basically what I mean. (laughs) Feeling like that impeding doom, like essentially fear and like something is going to happen, just increases in your heart rate, sweating, trembling. You could potentially be socially and withdrawn. So you just want to be by yourself, lots of isolation, difficulty making decisions, digestive issues, all the things. Listen, anxiety is interesting. And if you don't know how I like to describe anxiety is like when you're looking into the future and there's some sense of any of these symptoms and feelings because you're looking into the future. Where depression, you're kind of in your past, right? There's something in your past that's kind of keeping you there and causing you to feel overwhelmed and depressed. And so some signs of depression is like persistent sadness, emptiness, hopelessness, loss of interest in things you actually enjoyed at some point. Appetite changes, sleep changes, disturbances, fatigue, loss of energy. You can see there's so many similarities between both depression and anxiety. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint kind of where you are. But maybe guilt, excessive guilt, difficulty concentrating, thoughts of death or suicide, and do get professional help if you're at a point where you're starting to feel suicidal thoughts or anything to that effect. Maybe you have headaches, digestive problems, just overall, like it's just not a feeling of healthiness, happiness, fulfillment, and just wanting to move forward in your day in the way that you're usually feeling when you want kind of get up. And so I really wanted to speak to that because 
grief is really personal and it's individual in terms of how you process it. And you could be grieving a whole human, like I'm grieving my mom, or you could be grieving a goal, your perception of how you wanted your life to go. And now it's changed in terms of maybe you wanted to have 12 kids and you know, you've realized that, you know, you're at the age where maybe you're only going to have two, maybe you wanted to be married and it's not happened yet for you. And hence I said, yet, maybe you wanted a specific goal, career, whatever you're super passionate about it, but it's not working out in the time that you would want it to. So you're making decisions, whether you want to grieve that goal or, you know, dream, or if you want to continue to work towards it, whatever the case may be, we can grieve lots of things. And so I wanted to take the time to this episode to really talk through just like my key takeaways over the last year when I think about my experience with all the things. And so for me, what I really learned is how to prioritize what truly matters to me. Like I've set straight boundaries, like we're not doing that if we don't want to do that. Like I want to make sure whatever I do, I feel fulfilled in the things that I do And I'm making an impact in the things that I do. And so for me, my circle and the people that I keep around me and the way that I go about my day to day, it's imperative that the things that I do add value and fill my cup every single day. But I don't want to skip over the fact that if you're experiencing depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety, the first thing you need to think is, do I need professional help? Can I use some therapy? Do I need social support, whether it's from your family, friends, whoever that you feel comfortable reaching out to and talking to? Because many times when you're feeling the feels, you don't want to deal with people. And I'm going to say that for myself. When I have anxiety or I'm in a hole and I'm depressed, I don't like dealing with people. It's kind of like, leave me alone. What are you calling my phone for? Like, ooh, did you just really bust through my phone. You didn't even text first, really? Oh, who told you that? (laughs) Are you paying the bills this month? Listen, don't do that. So I just wanted to speak to the fact that it is okay to not feel okay all the time. You are human. It is a part of the, it's the human experience, right? It's a, it's the human experience. So it's okay to not always feel whole, vibrant, and like yourself. But if you're getting to the place where you see that this is a trend and you see that you are not in the right frame of mind, you don't feel whole inside out, like self-care is like at the bottom of your radar. You are putting any and everything else first. When you actually have the energy to do it, I want you to really take a step back and do a full SWOT analysis of your life. I want you to look at your strengths, your weaknesses, opportunities for improvement. They say the biggest room is the room for improvement. And look at the threats that you have going on in your life, whether it's your mindset, whether it is your daily routine or your lack there of it whether it is limiting beliefs, whether it's your circle and the people you have around you, whatever the case may be, look at those threats because sometimes though we're going through grief, though we are experiencing anxiety, 
though we may be a little depressed, oftentimes we can turn things around by practicing mindfulness, creating realistic goals for ourselves, engaging in pleasurable activities that we actually enjoy. Listen, when we think about those boundaries, are you doing things that truly fill your cup and make you feel whole? If you're doing things and people pleasing, maybe that's why you don't want to do things because those things don't serve you anymore. And it is okay to get to the point where you do nothing that does not serve you anymore. And when I say that, I don't mean that you don't serve other people because absolutely you fill others' cups, but you do not fill cups before you fill your own. When your cup is empty, I need you to make sure that you fill your cup, you wash it, you make sure it is sanitized, and then you pour into your cup. You really need to build that foundation up for yourself and give yourself grace to realize that it is okay to not feel okay all the time, but it is not okay to stay in that space for a long time. I often get really questions around, Hazel, how did you deal with this? How is it that you show up? How do you keep going? Like, what are your key takeaways through this entire experience? And what I want to say is like becoming your best self and upgrading your life really requires you to invest in self-improvement. And so for me, doing daily pulse checks on kind of where I am, why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling and letting myself feel bad if I feel bad and it's warranted, right? It's warranted. And letting myself be happy if I'm happy. And so I think for me, just being at one with myself and allowing myself to feel whatever it is that I feel, letting it come up, and then assessing my feelings and moving from there, putting it where it belongs, right? We're not deferring it to other people around us. I'm not answering the phone knowing I'm in a terrible mood. What would you want? No, we're not doing that. I'm not picking up. I'm going to really figure out what's going on with me. And I'm going to make sure that I heal because hurt people hurt people. And I never want to be one of those people. And I don't want you to be one of those people that as you're going through your feelings of anxiety, depression, grief, whatever the case may be, you don't analyze what your traumas and triggers are. And you show up wounded hurting people that really mean something to you. So with that, I just want to make sure that I talk about some of those takeaways that I really had. Really, I learned how to have more empathy. If you know me, I'm an empath. I'm naturally empathetic. I'm a servant leader. But I learned that grief is different. The pain that you get with grief is a different kind of pain. And it teaches you to build resilience And to really adapt to your own strength and really relying on yourself and knowing what you're capable of after experiencing grief. It's a different kind of feeling like, I'm like, girl, those little, I send my sincere condolences to you. (laughs) Like, no, like these people are hurt, like deep depending on who it is they've lost and just their relationship with them. And there definitely, for me, was some sense of codependency with my mom. I must be completely transparent in the sense that while my mom financially wasn't taking care of me, I'm a grown old woman over here, listen. 
but like her love, her support, her backing, her belief in me, her rooting me on, like that's a different vibe. And to lose that was so heartbreaking and so hurtful, though I know she's rooting for me still. Getting up out of my hole when you think about depression and anxiety, knowing she's not there, where is she, and all the thoughts that you have, that was difficult. That was hard. But what kept me going to answer that question is knowing that I was put here for a reason, knowing that she fulfilled her purpose, knowing that I watched her in her last days put her hands up in the air and say, thank you, God. I know I did what I came here to do. I feel at peace whenever you're ready. And I'm looking like, you're lady crazy, but God ain't taking you. Keep praying. (laughs) And little did I know days later she passed, you know? And so in those moments, while I was in denial and I did not think she was going to be passing, I definitely felt better in knowing that she was at peace. She was not concerned with the kind of lifestyle she lived and the kind of person she was. She wasn't scared. She was more scared for how we would handle life without her. And so I said that in episode two, Lessons from My Mother, that she told me to let the world experience me. And so in days where I wasn't fully in my hole, I was head out, (laughs) bottom down, I realized I had to step out of the hole. I had to go let the world experience me. I had to believe in myself. I have children to build a legacy for. I have to continue her legacy. And I have to make sure that I pour into others and I use the gifts that God gave me because we have a present moment. And in our present moment, Our point of being here is to use the gifts God gave us. And if I wasn't going to get up every day and use the gifts he gave me, then why do I have life? So I had to start to learn discernment, discipline, and make sure that I am waking up every day intentionally and going after my goals, believing in myself and showing my children because they're watching that, yes, life happens, but you have a choice in how you react to what happens to you. And so taking those daily habits and actions into place, I have to start getting up and realizing that, you know what, you have life. You miss your mother. She lived hers. Make her proud. Do your best with the present and pour your gifts and use them to be able to give light and love to other people. My mom's favorite saying was, love is the master key. And so I have things all around my home that really embodies love. And I make sure that everything I do is coming from an authentic, sincere place because my mom is very real and very authentic. Listen, she wasn't playing. She's not faking for nobody. You're going to hear it. And so I just use those things that I watched her live and demonstrate her entire life. And the things that resonate with me in terms of who I am, I let them shine because her belief in God, her authenticity, her carelessness, carelessness in the sense that she would care less what other people think, <laughs> not careless in the sense that she lost things, but she was very much, I am who I am. I am proud of who I am and I want to keep going. And so I tried to embody those things because listen, I'm a Leo. We were both fire signs. She was an Aries. 
And so with that, I don't do things because trends are happening. I don't do things because other people are doing them. Listen, I'm not looking in your lane. I don't care what you are doing. That is your business. If you're not coming to ask me for help with those things, it is not my business. My husband will literally say, hey, babe, did you see X, Y, Z down? No, I didn't notice anybody. Literally did not. My blinders are on and I need you to get your blinders on in the sense that I need you to figure out what's holding you back, whether it's anxiety, grief, depression, limiting beliefs, your mindset, your daily habits, whatever that is. Do a full on SWOT analysis of your life and get up because we are all going through something in that journey of life. And trust me, even though you're going through whatever you're going through, quit trying to sip out your lumps and your bumps. Embrace your life's journey. Embrace everything that you've gone through. Use those things to step on and build the foundation that you need to build because it's your experiences and the things that's happened to you in life that you're the most scared about. You're hiding it. You're like, why did this happen? I don't want people to know. Those are the things that help you relate to other people because other people, they're little versions of you all around the world that has experienced those things. There are millions of people that have experienced grief just like me. It doesn't feel good. And in my days of depression or days of anxiety or days of grief and just hurt, it feels like, why me? But the reality is it's not only me. So don't hide behind whatever it is that you're experiencing. Understand that things happen to you and you have to choose to grow through those experiences so that you can get to the next level. Listen, I'm not going to hold you. I just wanted to make sure that I spent some time really talking through this whole anxiety, depression, and grief journey because those deep breaths, those exercises that really help to pull out those endorphins, writing and journaling and all the things really helps you to get in one with your present day self Practice mindfulness, practice whatever it is that fills your cup and makes you feel whole. Be unapologetic about it because no one is there when you're sitting there crying yourself to sleep, literally, no one's there with you. So when you're ready to stand up and shine, it doesn't matter who's watching you, you're doing it for you. Get up and become your best self. You owe it to yourself. You have life, you have present day. There is no reason why you should dim your light for anyone else that doesn't turn on the light when your light is dim anyway. Go ahead and make it happen for yourself. I'm rooting for you always. Make sure you scroll on up to the top. We're not going to forget that. And make sure you follow us. Leave a comment. Tell me your greatest takeaways from this episode or other episodes. Share this with your friends, your loved ones. Screenshot of yourself. Are you ready? And tag us at It's the Human Experience. As always, the future you, it starts with you. Let's go. Let's get it. We hope you caught all those gems. So here for all of it. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a gem. Write a review so that we know to keep bringing you episodes like this. And check us out online at itsthehumanexperience.com to keep up with us. Keep growing and glowing. Catch you on the next episode.